1: Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
1: Welcome to a Tuesday. It's the first of the month. <laughs> <Yes>. How? <laughs> I don't even understand life.
2: Rent, due. Mm. They got rent. Don't don't get caught.
1: You know what else is happening on the first of the month though? What's happening? Payday. Yeah,
2: if you on the first and fifteen mm-hmm. schedule.
1: Mm-hmm. So i like, so even though the first of the month rent due, I'd be like, ooh, salary due.
2: But it's sucks when like, yo, like paycheck and your rent is on the same day. Cause it's like, oh, can't really like, you can't even be delusional. Like, oh, I got money to spend.
1: <laughs> yeah. But some people make that choice. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, that's true. That's the other thing. Some, some people-, people need that.
2: Cause they don't spend the rent money. <laughs> <laughs> if they got so many days with the money in, at, at their disposal.
1: The level of craving that I just got for yogurt pretzels.
2: Yogurt pretzels? Like you're a cover person?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like it just came over me like a pregnant person. Mm. I am not a pregnant person. Though I did have a psychic reading recently and she was like, do you want kids? And I said, no. And she was like, okay, so you you need to be very focused on that because your chart is really trying you.
2: Be focused.
1: Yeah. So every day, 7 a.m. (laughs) Popping. Pop, pop, pop. pop. Uh, Today is August 1st. It is... Respect for Parents Day.
2: I'm sure a parent came up with that day.
1: I'm sure they, it's like, y'all already got
2: probably a black parent at that. A black parent was like, they don't respect me no more. <laughs>
1: uh, my mom gave away my trampoline. Um, <laughs> it's also National Girlfriends Day. Girlfriends. I don't know what that means though. Do they mean like, like your your friends who are girls or like, oh, yeah. Like it's a girlfriend day.
2: I didn't think like romantic girlfriend. I thought like, friendship girlfriend.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're a gay man. That's why I was like,
2: oh, I didn't think that.
1: <laughs> Me like, being someone's girlfriend, though, I'm like, is today my day?
2: <laughs> but also, too, because we don't use the term boyfriend colloquially. colloquially so it's like,
1: you like, we say don't. It. You're right. So you, like, it could be either I'm one. out with my girlfriends, which I don't even know where that really came from. Because you're right. Like, men don't say, like, I'm out with my boyfriends. They say, I'm out with my boys. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can get to a patriarchal bottom of that. I mean, let's call Mara Barker Mar- kill. If she
2: if she says today's National Girlfriend's Day, it's girlfriends. All right. You know.
1: Well, let's also call uh, Chelsea. Uh, um, Handler. Fraser? No, the. You know, Fraser.
2: Like down goes Fraser, like Joe Fraser. No, like the show Fraser. Oh yes, I know of it. I've never seen it. Okay. I feel like Fraser, Seinfeld—they're all like the same show.
1: They're absolutely not, and I feel <laughs> very insulted. But Kelsey Grammer was oh, one yes. of the EPs of *Girlfriends*. I didn't know that.
2: Yes, okay. who plays Fraser? Yeah, is Fraser a spinoff of Seinfeld? Is Fraser a spinoff of something. Of Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Listen, I know some stuff. I ain't. I ain't. I ain't too far off. I might I might be down the street. Around the
1: corner. I, but I
2: but I'm on a black. I'm on a
1: black. That's so all you say. <laughs> well, get off the block and get to Blackerit cuz we want to know what's coming up with Blackerit news today. All right, well later today
2: we're going to talk about school, schools in Houston because they are eliminating librarians and making school like,
1: but then, Wait, wait. Like what are they eliminating?
2: Librarians. Librarians. <laughs> I librarians.
1: was like, librarians. I don't know if they're eliminating people from the country of Liberia.
2: Maybe that too. Who knows? Um, You know, Texas is on one.
1: You <laughs> are correct.
2: But they're making room for centers with students with behavior issues. So we got to talk about that. Also, was Erika Badu shooting her shot at actor John Boyega? Hmm. Let's talk about it later. Um, we have today's Big Up Letdown. Also, come up this hour, we're gonna talk about Travis Scott. He dropped a new album, but then the Houston police dropped something on him at the same on the same day. Also, Senator Raphael Warnock has said that there's a state of emergency for voting rights. 911. We gotta talk about that coming up next.
1: We got all of that coming at you today. So you know what to do. Keep it right here. We're always gonna do our best to give you the facts and the laughs. If you mm-hmm. miss anything, you can go to wherever you get your podcasts and check us out. You can also uh, check us out. Check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses, Side Effects of Healing After Loss, with the late Young Dolphs partner, Mia J. All right, we're going to get into it. It's time to listen, laugh and learn on The Amanda Seals Show. It's The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah, like the Bible.
1: And it's time for some Black Blackery News. It is, it is.
2: So after reintroducing a bill to protect voting rights with his fellow Democrats in Congress, U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock says the issue of voter suppression is a nine-one-one emergency, y'all and a legislative response is needed to sustain american democracy so senator warnock is deeply concerned about more than 300 bills that were introduced in 45 states that restrict voting some which became laws in 14 states um, the senator also described voter suppression as a serious and fundamental threat to everyday freedoms um, he said if you look at the rollback of aff- affirmative action if you look at a lot of the efforts that are our foots it is indicative of a party that knows that they're on the wrong side of all of these arguments. Speaking of the Republicans who are behind a lot of these laws that are passing.
1: You know, I think the thing that really concerns me is how many people really are ardently arguing like, oh, Democrats and Republicans are the same. It's the same BS, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that they're is, again, a necessity for me to point out that even though there is political rhetoric on both sides, one side is enacting their political power in a far more egregious and uh, racist and oppressive yeah. fashion mm-hmm. than the other, particularly at present, right? I, you know, back in the day, they were all kind of commingling in their BS, mm-hmm. but there's become a really hard line drawn in the way the Republicans are out here and what they are doing with the goal of what they're doing. Right. The goal is to Put together a system that is completely controlled by white power. I know some people don't want to hear that. They're like, well, how you got a radio show if that's what they're trying to do? Two things can exist in the same universe.
2: Well, also, if you actually look at it to your point, there was a time where they are kind of like, you know, together in a sense. Yes. But then there was this president that came. That yes. Was a black man. Yes. That was on one side of the aisle and the other side of the aisle responded in a very,
1: very strong way. and distinct way. Yes. So much so. That the next person that they elected Mm -hmm. was the most opposite of that black man that they could possibly find to try to bring around this goal of white power. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about voting rights, I think people don't really grasp that it's not some esoteric out there kind of thing. The goal after the Civil War was to make this an equal nation and to give black people, black men, the right to vote the same way white men had the right to vote. And ultimately, that was granted with a lot of asterisks and caveats. That's why you got like, oh, well, you could vote as long as you haven't been in jail. Right. Right. Or at one point it was like, you could vote as long as you own land.
2: Uh Right. Father closet. Exactly. Code taxes, literacy tests.
1: All these things that made it to where like, okay, you could vote, but you could vote, but you Mm -hmm. could vote, but whereas now I say you need to vote. And we do have the right to vote. And it is actually like Raphael Warnock said, being taken from us. Very, very ardently every day. Mm-hmm. We reported on the Supreme Court saying that Alabama needed to redraw their district lines to reflect mm-hmm. the amount of black folks in their population. Yep. You know what they said? No. Correct.
2: <laughs> Not going to do it.
1: We're going to do what we want. All right. You got a problem with it? Come and get us. Because at the end of the day, the Supreme Court can make a ruling. Who's enforcing the ruling? Yeah. The DOJ? They be. They trying to get this man. Locked up so he can't be president yeah, again.
2: Play. And to your point, so Republicans have found themselves in court a lot for gerrymandering challenges in the states where they've been accused of diluting the voting power, the voting power of black voters by packing them into one district like in Alabama or strategically spreading them across several districts to minimize their impact on election outcomes. In such cases, have been um battle in Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi and Georgia in and in some other states as
1: well. So it's really not a, it's not a, it's not something light. And I cannot stress this enough. If your vote didn't matter, they would not work so hard to suppress it. Mm-hmm. Period. That logic—if you trying to argue with that, baby—they
2: put in overtime. You can up early. Come on.
1: Doing stuff in secret. Mm-hmm. Secret squirrel. Mm-hmm. So I just want y'all to remember that, okay? We got we got work to do, and it's coming up to get focused. It stretches on, We got to get to them polls, and we got to get your friends to them polls, and we got to start explaining to folks who ain't trying to hear it why they need to. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. <laughs> Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here.
2: It's Jeremiah, like the Bible here.
1: We're in the midst of some black News. We
2: are. We have to go down to Houston, Amanda, because... Um, the Houston Police released um, an astro report that could hurt Travis Scott's new album sale. So, in case you didn't know, according to Travis Scott's attorney, Kent Schaefer, Travis Scott dropped his new project Utopia this Friday, this past Friday, and on the same day, it here te- two years after the tragic incident at Astro World. Authorities also issued the results of an 18th-month investigation into the 10 deaths at the 2021 Astro World event. The Houston police said the timing of their re- the release, uh, over 1,200-page um, report, was a coincidence now.
1: Come on now.
2: It was a coincidence.
1: That ain't
2: no dinky. Um A grand jury did um, refuse to indict Travis Scott last month on criminal charges related to the festival, although he is still facing several lawsuits from the victims of the family. And like I mentioned, there were 10 people who were killed um, in the stampede at the festival that took place in Houston. An additional 300 people were also treated um, at field hospitals during the event from the stampede. Oh, Travis Scott, this album—I uh, don't know that—I don't know if the features can save it, Amanda. We got, you got a lawsuit, you got a report release,
1: but we live in this nation that loves salaciousness. Like, I feel yeah. like this is the kind of place at this point where it's like swarming with. Like, I feel like we're like the dark underbelly of like King's Landing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. that's where we are right now. So. I think people will actually be more inclined to check out the album having some type of negative associated associativeness within. Okay, now you do know he be with that family. He be with that family.
2: Y'all know what family we talking about.
1: Yes, yeah. and they yeah. mama.
2: She know how to spin it. <laughs> she know how to, she knew how to spin spin a uh, black real quick and get a bag.
1: <laughs> she know how to do it.
2: So she may, she might have had sent an email, did a little call to the Houston PD, like, "Hey, the album coming out." What we to do? What can we make happen? How
1: can we turn this up?
2: Cause I do believe in coincidences, Amanda. I that, do. That's a that's a real strong coincidence.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen. There's coincidences, and then there are like okay. So for instance, it was a coincidence that that whole conversation around cisgender happened. Yeah. And then-
2: Ooh, that was a crazy coincidence. And
1: (laughs) my video uh, that had to do with my willfully ignorance episode Uh, was already scheduled to post and it posted within mm -hmm. 24 hours of that whole situation with Jess Hilarious and T.S. Madison. Right, That was a true coincidence. Mm -hmm. There was absolutely no prior knowledge to any of that happening. Mm -hmm. There was no way there could have been prior knowledge to that happening. This, baby.
2: They said, you got an album coming out? Oh, great. We have a report released. Um, but you know, I think controversy aside, he does have some big features on the album. He got okay. Beyonce,
3: Drake,
2: oh, wow. Future, Scissor. Wow. Wow. All, all the heavy hitters. Wow. So maybe maybe the mama called in some favors too. She like, listen, <laughs> maybe she knew the report was gonna dry. <laughs> and she said, My grandmother gotta eat though. These, this album gotta, gotta do some numbers. So who can we call to get these features to bring this album to the number one spot? Because, you know, the albums ain't really selling no more, man. I mean, don't know if you know.
1: They're not. And it's a shame. So you you, really, you got to do something. You got to do something. It's a shame. I mean, the reality is that it's not the albums that sell. It's the shows. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone real, really feels safe to go to. I was going to say. A Travis Scott show.
2: I'm mean, going even feel safe doing a show after all of this happened. Because I think even, objects aside, I feel like you do... If you have a conscience, you feel bad, bad Absolutely, people get hurt at your shows. Absolutely. It That's why it I didn't do shows there.
1: for two years in the pandemic. Because right. if I had heard that someone came to my show, got uh, COVID and then passed away, I would have been forlorn.
2: Right. And it's kind of like, dang, do I want to go back on on stage and, and do this again? If people are get hurt, especially in the, the way in which he performs his shows, it's like... It's not really the safest, if right. you're being honest. Right, 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 Um. So, yeah, but, you know, shout out to Travis Scott. I hope the album do numbers. I might I might not listen to it, because, you know, that ain't really my my lane.
1: It's not really my lane. Um. Apparently, according to Devon, Drake snapped. So
2: There we go <laughs> d wills w- w- With the review With Apple the review With the review <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hit us up one eight five
1: five 855 8 That's one 855 262 6328 Are you gonna support? Are you gonna get you A Travis Scott album?
2: I gotta read the tw- 1200 page report No For the Houston If you
1: read that And y'all don't read uh, Katanja Brown-Jackson's Descent on African-American I mean on uh, Affirmative Action I'm gonna fight you We'll be right back With the Amanda Seal show the Amanda Seal Show We up, we up, we up Welcome, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah, like the Bible. And um, it's time we get into a little bit of group chat. We do.
2: So, Amanda, the me- the Mega Million Jackpot has exceeded $1 billion, and it's the largest in history. I mean, this month, last month, was the hottest month in history. So Fair. We're breaking records all around. Breaking records. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next drawing is today at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Have you
1: played? No, I have not played. I'm not a lottery gal.
2: Right. I think you told me that one time. Um, I mean, this is the time I play, honestly. A billion dollars. You yeah, gotta do nothing for it, but buy a ticket.
1: Fair. I mean, I don't think I've ever really <laughs> trusted or believed that you could really win, even though people really do win.
2: Did you see that video of the girl who
1: was <laughs> yes, acting like she won? <laughs> but she did not. Like People were like, did she win? She was like, oh my God. Oh my God.
2: Somebody was like, that was Carly Russell. But anyway. Yes.
1: Definitely saw that comment.
2: That's hilarious. Um, that would be me if I won. I'd be like, oh my God. Oh my God. I want I want but if you want what would you do with a billion dollars in this in this economy I don't know if at this point it'll get you that far at, with, with, with these prices
1: what I would do with a billion dollars is I would link up with um, the US military I would link up with a couple of philanthropic organizations okay and figure out how to disperse the money across like a couple like I wouldn't keep a bit. Mm, okay. I wouldn't keep any of it. That's um very noble of you. Well, it's just I'm in a place in my life where like I just don't... That's a level of wealth that I don't even want. Right. And uh, um, we
2: did talk about that I think last week, how much like a billion dollars actually is. A lot of money.
1: A wise man once said, <laughs> mo' money, mo', mo problems. problems. And we do
2: hear the stories about the lottery winners. So
1: y'all can have that.
2: <laughs> I don't think it ever really turns out <laughs> too well. No.
1: So y'all can have that. I would say that though, uh, I would really try and like figure out how I can use that money to... Um, help challenge mm-hmm. the efforts that are going on to really like suppress black elevation in this country. Okay, we see that we see Frederick Douglass. <laughs> what I'm, would you
2: do? I'm gonna be Madam C.J. Walker and be America's first self-made billionaire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that considered self-made? Self-made, or is that very really Kylie Jenner self-made? I mean, I went and bought the ziki with my hard-earned money. So okay, I, I did it myself. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Um, to your point, um, I don't think I ever I think at one point just in theory, like in the in the world we live in in America, it's like, I wanna be a billionaire. I want I want all these things. But when you think about just like the inequities of this world, it kinda feels if you if you're a person with empathy and just like yeah a conscience it feels yucky to um <laughs> yucky <laughs> to have that much money nice. when people don't have anything yeah um so definitely if i had it i would try to use it to help people in many ways like obviously we have a homeless crisis around the country mm-hmm. around the world really we mm-hmm. have we have hunger and food insecurity people can't eat people outside it's just like a lot going on but i'm definitely gonna spend a couple of them racks i ain't gonna eat all on what I mean, I'm definitely go. I think I'm a, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy like a a home because like I feel like rent is that every day of the month that rent every month can't do it. So I have a place that's mine. You still
1: paying the mortgage when you buy a home?
2: But a billion dollars. You want to buy cash? I'm a I'm, a, I'm buy, a buy cash. A, buy okay, a, yeah.
1: okay.
2: I'm buy the land, and y'all can't take it from me because I'm a black man in
4: America. <laughs> As
2: the government says, nice try. Um, but I'm not doing all like Mark Zuckerberg taking you know like indigenous land and okay. things like that. Cause you know that's a whole thing
1: that is a whole thing Taking they really native be about that they love
2: it. and all that i don't i don't i don't even know nobody's ancestral people haunting me that's a very
1: <laughs> that's a very good way to go about how you spend your money <laughs> i
2: don't even i need all good karma coming back to me with this money um i'm definitely watching some butter pecan ice cream got to <laughs> okay mad random butter pecan ice cream is like the best ice cream in um not a
1: fan of the pecans what yeah i can't eat pecans Mm-mm. they like like mini cough. Like it's I feel like I'm allergic to them.
2: How are you gonna be in your full auntie auntie era without butter pecan ice cream?
1: Well I I'm also Grenadian. So okay. the Grenadian side of that is rum raisin.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I never had rum raisin ice cream. Exactly. Because I don't really like raisins. Well and ice cream. I like raisins. I don't like raisins instead.
1: It's just very West Indian to eat rum raisin ice cream. Okay. Like, so it is to run, it is to us Indians what Butter Pecan is to Some black Americans.
2: Yes. There we have it, y'all. We learned about Butter Pecan and a billion dollars. Go play a lottery, y'all. If y'all do win, let us know. Call us.
1: <laughs> and tell us what you're gonna spend it on.
2: I was gonna say send us, you know, I give my cash app. Oh. You are the worst. Actually, just DM me on the side. Y'all know where to find me. Jeremy Like the Bible.
1: We'll be right back with your six-second headlines, y'all. Keep it like the Amanda Steel Show. Be a show. We are, we up, we are. Seals, Sean, seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah, like the Bible. And
1: it's time that we get into some 60 second head on.
2: All right. First up, Democratic lawmakers, Corey Bush and Jamal Bowman say it's time to end solitary confinement. They have introduced a new bill to end the actual solitary confinement.
1: I really think this is great. We actually have an upcoming episode of Small Doses podcast with uh, criminal defense attorney Aliemi Aluren, mm-hmm. where she talks about, you know, the, the pipeline to prison and the idea of abolishing prisons. Sorry, prisons. And this is a great Move in that direction. Yeah. Solitary confinement is 1000% inhumane mm-hmm. and it does not help the cost. It, it does not help anyone. The rehabilitation process in any shape, way, or form.
2: Right. Um, up next, Phoenix, Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Reiner has missed two games to focus on her mental health.
1: Okay. That's concerning.
2: Yeah knowing everything that's happened with Britney right yeah. now. So prayers for Brittany. Um, also, Cardi B might not get away with that microphone toss in Vegas. She's now listed as a suspect in a battery case.
1: I mean, listen, I mean, that's just kind of what has to happen. She could also counter, so- counter sue because at the end of the day, I mean, she could also counter file because at the end of the day, that person was drinking from that cup mm-hmm. and then put it on her. So that considers that's considered assault because yep. it's spit.
2: Nasty word, nasty word. yeah, Russell, the uh, mother, black mother who was punched in the face by... LA County Sheriff's de- deputies while holding her baby has filed a federal lawsuit against the county and the deputies involved in the violent confrontation.
1: I mean, it's the LAPD and they racist AF, so there's no telling where this will go, but you know, it's just the reality that we have to fight with the paperwork of things. You know, that's really our best bet these days. Push, that's pushing P for real. paperwork. Yeah, that, la- was good. That, was <laughs> good. that was good. That was
2: good. That was good. <laughs> and lastly, for the first time ever, HBCU marching bands from Division 1 and 2 will compete in the National Championship for the title of Band of the Year.
1: This is so major. And I know it's gonna be so lit. They gonna be the people in the stands gonna be like, "Oh, we need to do this every year." Black vans versus white vans. Baby, it's it's literally <laughs> n- incomparable. Like
2: I remember when I lived in Texas, I would go out to, like the fr- Friday night games, like for a yeah, work, and I was like, "Oh, this is halftime." Yeah, because halftime, halftime in Atlanta it ain't is this. It's different. It th- it's not a lot of shaking and bass and you know drum lines, very Nick Cannon
1: and just. Energy. energy drum majors dance lines Ain't No
2: know dance lines at the white schools
1: and they just be playing such basic right they're not even playing like pop like top no 40. they play like Bach <laughs> it's just very like okay they're over there playing John Philip Sousa mm-hmm. <laughs> Please give <me> some Britney. <laughs> some right Harry style somebody yeah can I get toxic <laughs> I mean black man's <laughs> playing toxic <soccer> too <laughs> Listen, I love it. I like to see it, and I can't wait to see them win the championships. I hope they win the chip. If they don't win, you know it's racism Mm -hmm. because you know they're gonna be better. All right. Well, we got some stuff to come talk about when we get back. We we got our Houston schools. (sighs) They're eliminating librarians in Houston schools, Uh and they're turning libraries into detention centers in the schools.
2: Pipeline of prison, yeah. Pipeline of
1: prison. We'll get into that more when we get back to the Amanda Seal show. Keep it locked. here on the first of the month Mm -hmm. happy birthday to Jason Momoa uh, to the late Julio the late you stand and to Chuck D of Public Enemy shout
2: out happy birthday everybody
1: one 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 one
2: what do we got coming up this hour for Blacker News? We got to talk about schools in Houston because they're eliminating librarians. I mean, um, librarians. You got me thinking about how I say librarians. I'm like, <laughs> good.
1: I want you to say it correctly.
2: <laughs> librarians. Um, because they're trying to turn these libraries into detention centers. Absolutely disgusting. We don't like that. Also, with Erica Badu shooting her shot at John Boyega, we're going to talk about that. And just shooting our shot. What does that look like for you, Amanda? I mean, you you booed up. But at one time you had... A, oh, I
1: was a shot shooter.
2: Was, so we're going to talk about it. And plus we got the big up
1: letdown. And I heard the letdowns going to the people because they've been hard on somebody that... Yeah. And you're not liking it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think sometimes people really just like find a target that they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm about to... It's like someone's low and they're like... How low can you go lower? So we're going to get into that. And You know, i got to put on my green beret and just stand up sometimes for the folks. Or as Olivia Pope would say, my white hat. Ooh. All right. Well, if you miss any other show, you can listen to our daily podcast everywhere that you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast hosted by yours truly with our guest Mia J, the late, I mean, the wife uh, and partner of late young Dolph. She talks about side effects of healing after loss beautiful episode hope you check it out and if you think it's going to be like a heavy episode it's not it's actually light airy and lovely so check it out wherever you get your podcast you can also watch it on youtube at amanda seals tv also if you want to get bonus content you can go to my patreon and subscribe at the amandaverse.com so a lot of different places where you can get more of the content that we are doing because you know we don't just listen to laugh and learn here i'm trying to do that everywhere keep it like right now See amanda Seals show it's the MNCEL show, I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. Your favorite
2: non-comedian and life specialist.
1: <laughs> Are you a life specialist, Jeremiah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he's not.
2: <laughs> the Game of Life. <laughs> By Milton Bra-
1: Bradley. By Milton Bradley? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. What do we got going on for this Blacker News? Uh, this first story just enrages me. Well, we got to talk about it because, you know, we're, we're out in Houston. We have an audience there. Hey, yeah. Houston. What's up, H-Town? Hey, town? So
2: they probably heard of this, but everyone else needs to know about this as well because, yeah. you know, they like to copy and paste around the nation. Yes, sir. So the largest public school district in Texas, the Houston Independent School District, is eliminating libraries and librarians' positions at 28 schools to make room for, quote-unquote, teams centers for students with behavior problems the librarians will be given a chance to move on to other positions in the district um, and the mayor Sylvester Turner finds it intolerable that libraries are being shut down and what he says are the most underserved communities while other libraries are kept open the school system says that the team centers will allow will be allowed for students to work during the school day and students with behavior problems will be able to join virtually to their own um, classes I don't know. This sounds like a
1: scheme. all of this sounds like a scheme and a scam. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh.
1: What I don't understand. Why do we need to have spaces that are made for quote unquote detention and disciplinary systems in a school? Again, it's a prison to pipeline.
2: Uh-huh. And obviously, this is under a new initiative. Um, the new education system, NES, a reform initiative led by the superintendent Mike Miles.
1: Ooh. Another black man who has been you being used, uh, because that's really what all of these coons be doing it really is disgusting because it's so basic that spaces for learning are Mm -hmm. always going to be enriching for kids right for people Mm -hmm. um and that spaces like we said we just talked about how jamal bowman and cory bush are are introducing a bill in congress to end solitary confinement right so you have on one hand on one hand this thought process around like how do we create more spaces of rehabilitation Mm -hmm. how do we think thoughtfully around like Creating a society that we want to live in. And then you have these other people. And the society that they want to live in is one where it seems like they just think that only they should have access to joy. And mm. they get to decide everybody else's fate.
2: That's true, which is weird because we all live in society society together. Together. And our actions are all impacted by each other. And to your point, school is the it's really where people. Lot, first of all, a lot of kids have a lot going on. Yes, just in it's a life. safe
1: space. It's a um, sanctuary of right.
2: sort. Right, where they can come get away from their problems. And I think we have seen just kind of the corralling of students with behavior problems does not solve the behavior problems. Never. Either. The same way we see the corralling of criminals. <laughs> there it is. Does Say not it. Solve Say crime. it. Um, so the fact that they're doing this in a, a, a city like Houston, which is a, a largely black city, yeah. This is this is um, sad to me.
1: Also, where are the kids going to sit who get kicked out of the table that they were sitting at lunch with mm-hmm. uh, because now they're not cool anymore? Where are they going to eat lunch? <laughs> the library was where I had to eat lunch when Leslie McDaniel told me, you don't sit here no more.
2: Right. Even that, like, taking over the libraries, we're already seeing, like, in Florida where they're banning books. Yes. And these...
1: So but th- you see but you see what you yeah. just said there? We went from banning books to now literally removing spaces for mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. They're gonna ban Barnes and Noble next.
2: Three books at that. Cause you know too. That's the thing too. Cause even now, like I've been seeing a lot of initiative, even in LA, kind of showing just how people look at um the library as just like a place to get books, but it's like a, a resource for community. Like you get a lot of perks from a library, your local library with your uh, which well, library
1: it's also for a lot of homeless people. It's their only way to utilize the Internet to mm-hmm. try and get jobs, mm-hmm. to get in touch with people, mm-hmm. to interact. Um, the library also has often a lot of like resource programs. Right. Right. So not only tutoring, but mm-hmm. also like learning, um, learning and you know, then there's also, like, entertainment that right. happens at the library.
2: Community stuff. Yeah. Keep y'all together. Keep y'all on the an up and up, on a good foot. So, so you
1: can't take this lightly. No. Some people might just think, like, oh, I never go to my library, so why does it matter? And I just want us to really get That's outside crazy. of ourselves and understand that, like, at one point in time, though, you should have been going to the library or maybe mm-hmm. you were going to the library. Like, I don't go to the library like that. But as a kid, my mom had me in that library every week. And I was able to learn about musical theater because they had CDs and I couldn't afford the musical theater CDs. For some reason, they were always more expensive. And so I was able to get them from the library.
2: I mean, I think so we need to just also figure out all this money we spend to do this. And because I'm sure they have, to go, they have to like, you know, re, rebuild, not rebuild, but re uh, design yeah. the, the yeah. Um, buildings to make them a part of this new initiative. Take that money and actually put it towards resources and services that can actually, you know, maybe change behavior issues that will help be resources for our families in need. This is
1: another element of propaganda, is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear from you guys what you think about it. one 855 manda 8 I hope you're enraged and I hope to hear from you. one 855 manda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. we are, we are. We are. The Man Seals Show. I'm Man
0: Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah. I like the Bible. It's
1: time to get into another Black Raid News Story.
2: Let's do it. So, during her concert in Atlanta, what's up, A Town? Erica Badu told the crowd about her crush, Roman King actor John Boyega. She asked the fans if they all ever see him, tell him I said hi. It also asks a question to the audience like how old he is. But then moments later, he surprisingly appeared on the middle on stage in the middle of her singing Tyrone. Obviously John Boyega is in the movie Who Clones Tyrone. Y'all know this is all an act, right? That's good marketing. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that, but they they, they <laughs> did that. They did that. But um it made me think about the question, Amanda, shooting your shot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: People thought Erica was shooting her shot, as we know. They marketing this film. They gotta yeah, get these, yeah. these dollars, these views. But are you a are you a shoot shotter, a shot shooter?
1: I was definitely a shot shooter. Mm-hmm. Some, I mean, maybe because of naivete. Okay. Um, but but I was definitely a shot shooter. I mean, and, and let me also say, there are sometimes where you're like, I'm me, right? But then there's also sometimes you're like, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> who am I? <laughs> but I feel like a lot of my shot shooting was simply because I wasn't even that interested in like where this is going, right? So it's just like, what's that? also like what shot am I shooting am i shooting a shot for like hanging out
2: oh okay
1: am I shooting a shot just to like see if you're even interesting okay am i shooting a shot to engage in activities
2: oh okay that's these are all different types of shots even different like, types of,
1: yeah it's like it's like shooting from the top of the key mm-hmm. you know the behind the line this <laughs> is a layup.
2: okay I don't I'm not a shot shooter no no because you I can't be embarrassed <laughs> you're not going to block the
1: shot the thing about it is I've definitely had a blocked shot. Because... You want I, me to tell you about a shot that I got blocked?
2: Yes, go ahead. Tell me.
1: <laughs> Victor Cruz.
2: Victor Cruz? Yeah, well, I know this name.
1: Victor Cruz was a, a Giants player and okay. I, had shot, I shot my shot, but he had not been public. At the time, he was dating Carucci, but he wasn't public about it yet. Right. Um, but I shot my shot and he was like, I'm... I appreciate it. I'm flattered but I'm currently involved. Okay, I see. I can't. You can't take that. I could. I, I respected it. I
2: respect it, because that's actually because he was with somebody versus like
1: I'm you, not into you like ugly. that. <laughs> <laughs> also, me too.
2: I can't if nobody group chat. They like, oh, you seen your mind try to slide? Because people do that. When when somebody shoot, they shot. depending on how you do it. If you do it like virtually or whatever, side so text you or whatever I DM you, they go screenshot that and send it to their friends. They're like look, who, look who shot they shot. And if you don't follow the shot with like, you're trying to get with me, now I'm just a screenshot in your group chat and I can't be that person. You can't? I can't. Why do you care so much about what people think? I don't know,
1: (laughs) I don't know. But also
2: I shot my shot one time. Okay. And they tried to play me. Oh, and so that scarred you for life? They like, curve me, I can't be curved.
1: How do they curve you though? It was just like okay. They tried to clown you,
2: not clown me. Oh. Like more so, like if you don't want, if you want to be with the kid, you gotta be with the kid. That's fine. I'm actually, I'm actually okay with like. No, what was the curve? They were like, not indifferent. Um. You used to kind of tell people's energy is kind of like, do you, you, the shot is shot. Are, right. are you catching it or are you not catching it? Right. Like the kind of like. The,
1: the, it, they weren't enthusiastic
2: in right. their response. It was very just like, I mean, I guess kind of I'm like, and I, you can do that with me. All this like play by ear, no.
1: No, you're right. I mean, and that's just kind of the, the way it goes.
2: And I was very, I was very like.
1: Yes, I feel like one. the thing about the shot shooting is you need to be very clear yeah. and direct about what you want. And that way also, no matter where it goes, you did your part. Right. You did your part. What I can't stand is when I shoot the shot and you respond in kind and then later act like the shot wasn't shot and you didn't respond in kind.
2: Have you ever rejected the shot that's been shot? <laughs> of course. I always feel bad when I do that because I don't want hurt, to
1: hurt somebody's feelings. You know what? And it's hard to not hurt some <laughs> people's feelings. But I mean, I had to reject a <laughs> shot. Sometimes you just got to let someone know. Like, you know what? I just don't think that there's anything really here. I don't right. think that we're going to... I don't think we're a match. Or it's just like... uh you know, I, I ain't seen it for us. I don't see it for us.
2: You're too nice.
1: <laughs> You're <laughs> a nice guy. And
2: nice guys finish last.
1: Are y'all shooting shots out here? Hit me up. one 855 8 That's one 855 262 By the way, y'all ain't been picking up this phone and I'm not really feeling it. We don't like it. I, it makes me feel rejected. I'm shooting my shot every time I ask y'all to call.
2: Right. I'm saying, give me a
1: call. And then that, if y'all don't call, it feels like, dang. Like,
2: Are y'all even listening? <laughs> we, go, we, go, we leaving the show. No show. Now, no show. Now look at it.
1: You know what it's gonna be? What's it's just gonna be.
2: <laughs> See? See what y'all did? Look what you made us do.
1: 1855 Amanda 8. That's 18552626328. We'll be right back when they big up let down. People are being really hard on Craig Sean. I don't like it. Craig Sean, I don't like it. So I'm gonna talk about it. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. For the big
2: up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm
1: Amanda Seals.
2: And Amanda, it is now time for the big up let down.
1: Let's do it. Big up big up let down. Today's big up goes to Democratic Congresswoman Veronica Escobar speaking out on behalf of her Republican colleagues across the aisle and the Republican Party and their efforts to keep Americans on a treadmill of rage. Check this out.
3: Uh, Before I I begin my questioning, uh, I have to say this has been so deeply disturbing on a number of levels, and what we have seen today is what we've been seeing this entire Congress, which is an effort by my Republican colleagues and indeed some of the more extreme voices in the Republican Party to keep Americans on a treadmill of rage. Whatever the latest issue is that they want people to be angry about, they do their best to keep Americans on a treadmill of rage, and they get their Fox or Newsmax or whatever right-wing media outlet uh, of the moment is, they get their, their viewers, they get a clip from this hearing that gets displayed, it gets put on Twitter, and they make money. That's what all of this is all about, unfortunately.
1: Calling it like it is. That's what has to happen. First and mm. foremost, calling it like it is. And we haven't really gotten a lot of examples of that in the past years, but I, we're starting to see more of it, right? Cory right. Bush the other day was like, your, your, your policies, policies right. are racist, yeah. right? We got Ted Lieu, who literally was like, we about to put Donald Trump getting... Um, getting a criminally not criminally getting civ- losing in civic court civil court about raping mm-hmm. uh, a woman we're about to put that in the congressional record mm-hmm. like there's an effort that is finally being made by democrats who stand up and be loud and start challenging the noise that has been overrun with republicans and she's right yeah because you know what happens this rage that she's talking about is actually fear they stoke fear right and fear Yes Can be controlled Fear can be controlled And so that's what we're seeing We're seeing them Create this rage Oh It's the immigrants It's the black people It's the Asians I mean it's You name it They're, It's it's unbelievable And you know what They fall for it the, the masses in America Are falling for it And they know it And they make money off of it That's the part That's the trippy part Falling for the okie doke. So today's big up Goes to uh, Veronica Escobar Who You know She was soft spoken But her message was loud mm-hmm. And that's what I say Go, they go low, we get loud.
2: They go, go. Today's let down.
1: Okay, so real quick, I got to get into this yeah. because I saw a video of Krayshon Rock. Krayshon Rock, she's pregnant. Uh, and I saw her talking about just like how she really just used to need to be drunk to be around the person that she was with, Blueface, her child's father, that she felt like she in the beginning was having fun and you know, letting loose. But then it got to a point where it was like, oh, I have to be drunk because I'm always inundated with like the mess. Right. You know, she was like, she saw his phone and there was just a lot of like stuff in his phone that made her feel like, okay, this is all you need to know. Like, stop trying to look for reasons to stay. And then you see him and he always running his mouth about her, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, the people in the comments were just really going in on this young lady about how, well, you did this and you did that and you in the situation you in by choice, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm watching somebody who I feel like is starting to get clarity around their own choices Mm -hmm. and taking accountability and also saying, like, you know, I need I, I realized that I needed to, like, make a change in my life. But we do this thing where we don't let people change. Nope. We don't let people change for the better. We want to hold them, hold them, hold them, even when they are taking accountability, accountability, even when they are identifying like, this is where I was wrong. This is where I was missing the point. This is where I wasn't in my right mind. She's somebody who I feel like is a young person that had a lot of trauma even before she met this man. She's trying to figure it out. None of us have a direct path. Y'all got grace for Carly Russell, get grace for on Rock. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
5: Pick up the phone.
0: You heard from us. You can always hit my line.
1: Now, we want to hear from you. Hello. What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's combo. Get it off your chest. 855-262-6328. What's up with it? 855-AMANDA-8. Talk to us. Oh, thanks. No, catch we listening.
2: Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm in Seals. And y'all, we love y'all for listening. If you missed anything so far in the show, be sure to check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking your calls on all our topics or maybe you want to share some things you learned this week. You know, we waiting for those calls for real, for real. Um, call us anytime at one amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are open 2014. 24- but well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Nay in Delaware, Delaware County. She has a comment on Nice Guys. Hey, Nay.
5: Hey, Amanda. This is Nay from Delaware County. I just wanted to touch base on the conversation about Nice Guys Finish Last. The thing about this is um, my husband is a thug and a gentleman. So I have believe that... <laughs> okay it's all about who you are and what you bring to the table um back in my younger days I was attracted to that bad boy he had to be in the street he had to be this sub dude like he had a job he was corny now as times have grown and I've gotten older now I have realized that Good guys can be bad and bad guys can be good, and everybody finishes last. So, I love the fact that my husband can be that street, that street with respect, and he can be a gentleman because he takes care of home. So, I don't understand a guy crying on the internet because that was definitely not attractive (laughs) at all. But, all guys and all girls finish last. How about that? Not just nice guys, bad guys, all guys if you don't come correct to the table. Love you, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. Love you, Amanda Stills. Keep doing what you're doing. And have a great day. Thank you. I love how she brought it back
1: around. <laughs> Just like, after all of that, I don't know why he crying on the right, video. Right.
2: That's real, though. That's real. I think um, we all, we all finished last. In some, in some in some respects, we're finishing last in some respects. Um, and I think your value change as you get older. I think... The things that we value, like, you know,
1: absolutely. The
2: antics of it all. It seems yeah, fun. Man. When you get older, you're like, I gotta pay these bills.
1: It's the same way that like at one point I really loved living in New York. It was mm. exciting. It was gritty. It was, you know, it was just like I was moving around. I had to do stuff. Like right. the idea of living in New York now is <laughs> exhausting. Like I can't even wrap my mind around it. It's right. exhausting. It's smelly. Mm. It's dirty. You know, so you change, you evolve, and your desires also evolve. And I think the reality is that some of us are evolving at different paces, mm-hmm. different times, different ways. We're also sometimes born in the wrong place. And
2: I think that's what dating is also too—about you figuring out as you get older. You're trying on different people in a sense. To, yeah. To like, oh, I don't like this. I do like this. You're terrible. You're
1: not <laughs> terrible. I wonder where he lives because he feel mm-hmm. like it. To me, it felt like he's like dating in in like Chicago or LA, and he seemed like a North Carolina. He need to go. Oh, yeah. He need to go to a more. Family-oriented, Slow slower pace. Yeah, that's real though. I mean, yes. I know people who have said like, I realized I wanted a husband or I realized I wanted a wife. And so I changed my location to a place where relationships are much more valued. Mm-hmm. California, New York, anybody care about relationships over here?
2: They like, let's talk an LLC and become a power couple. That's literally what they're talking about. Like, so we not go, uh, go bowling? No. <laughs> if we it's- own the bowling alley. I don't like it. If you talk about LLCs on the first day, I'm like, what are we <laughs> Thank you. We're done. I don't want to do this no more. Hit me
1: up, y'all. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 855 262 Now, coming up next hour, we're going to talk about power and the Supreme Court. Not power and Atari. and Ooh, wow Not power and uh Tommy. Power and the Supreme Court. Gotcha. We're also going to share some of our favorite recipes and some of our favorite snacks. Megan the Stallion. By the way, our EP always says Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm, I'm going to say that every time. Megan the Stallion has one to share, and we'll share hers too. That's up next on the Amanda seal Show. Keep it show We up, we up, we are. We are.
2: I'm Jeremiah I Like the Bible
1: And uh, it is August 1st It is It was on this day in 1981 That MTV was launched in the United States
2: Oh, this is when they weren't playing black artists In their music videos? Correct Okay
1: uh, This is also the year I was born Oh
2: Oh.
1: So are you part of the MTV generation? I absolutely am part of the MTV generation Okay The first song played on MTV Do you know what it was?
2: Um, It's the song by the Rolling Stones or something I'm, I'm just saying like a random white group. <laughs>
1: uh, The first song played on MTV was Video Kill the Radio Star. Get it? Yes. By the Buggles. I've never heard of the Buggles. In my mind and in my car.
2: When I think of MTV, I think of just like Cyndi Lauper and like colorful things and people jumping around. Or well, white people jumping around.
1: Yeah, you probably think, yeah you're thinking of like... Uh, um. Yeah You know like Rick Astley Yes, I love those that <laughs> And take on Me Take on me You know, songs like that
2: Shout out to MTV though
1: Talking Heads
2: mm-hmm. bum, 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 bum,
1: bum, bum, bum. <laughs> You were MTV time?
2: too we can, we can talk about that You were on MTV
1: Oh yeah, DJ. I was a BJ <laughs> <laughs> I was an actual BJ on MTV That was a goal in my life like, that was, like, an actual life goal, and I can't believe I actually achieved it.
2: That's a specific goal, too. That's what I mean. But I guess, also, I guess when you think about being a person of the MTV generation, that is something, like... Pinnacle. Yeah.
1: It was so specific. Like, I was so dedicated to this. I remember being at the New York Rican Poets Cafe and Caduce, who was on V... Uh, who was on v- uh, come on. VH1? No, on MTV, on TRL. Oh. He was on TRL at the time. And I I walked up to him, talking about shooting shots. Mm. I walked up to him and I was like, listen, you're on MTV. I need to be on MTV. So we need to stay in touch.
2: So you shot a career shot.
1: Yes. And we stayed in touch.
2: Okay. And then (laughs)
1: two times over the time of my, two times since then, he would be like, oh, um, they're hiring. Let me see if I can get you an interview. Didn't happen. Then I ran into him at a Kanye show. I ran into him at a Kanye show in 2003 There's a longer story about this But I like was very extra About having to be in VIP At this Kanye show And I never cared about stuff like that But for some reason It was like I have to be In VIP at this Kanye show And I I was put through A lot of BS to get there I get to VIP I see Caduce Okay And he's like yo They're hiring right now See I'm gonna get you an interview And I had the job in a week
2: See I get that so. It never would have happened if mtv was not created
3: on this day <laughs> in, in
1: 1981, 1981. <laughs>
2: what do we got coming up for black Hero news we're gonna talk about megan v stallion because yes. she's teaching fans how to make one of her favorite snacks it's a real, it's a very interesting concoction yeah we're gonna talk about some of our favorite concoctions as well um also the ethics in supreme court are there any ethics in the supreme i was court gonna say point? that's an oxymoron who's really in control at this point like what's going on with the supreme court what's going on with the government that's Everybody on the Amanda Seals show, we're trying to figure out what's going, what's going on with, on with, with the, the government. government. Um, we're going to do that. Plus, we're going to talk about how
1: black we feel
2: today, Amanda Seals. Mm,
1: mm, mm. I got one. I got one. So we're going to get into that, all right? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals show. Give us a call. one 855 Amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah Like the Bible.
1: Before we get into this, can I just say that um, I had the honor and privilege of being interviewed by Kimberly Crenshaw, the creator of Mm. critical race theory and intersectionality. Um, And it, first first of all, it was a life highlight, like Mm. to be able to be in conversation with one of my intellectual icons, but then like she was interviewing me. I'm never going to get over that. Just so we're clear. I'm never going to get over that. But we were doing the interview during the Critical Race Theory Summer School, okay. which is a virtual program that she does every year with a number of other academics and guests, etc. It's going on from now till um, August third, okay. and okay, of course, you know you only got three more days, but it's not too late to register. And you can go on. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you can register at aapf.org/slash-crt-summer-school. And this is how we're going to continue to go around all these efforts mm-hmm. to quiet people, to steal books. The literal uh, theme for this session for this year is the freedom to learn.
2: But then you'll be free for long yeah.
1: freedom to learn and if you use my promo code smart funny smart funny and black 25 you get 25 percent off
2: Come on, promo code. so
1: i would love for you all to check it out and uh you know get in there and get your education from the people who are really the ones who are the architects of the current african-american studies conversations that we're having the co- the concept of critical race theory was created literally by kimberly crenshaw and that's what they stole and are using to try and undermine the value of teaching history. Let's speak to the actual person who is the source. All right. Since we love to do that right here and talk about the real, let's get into some black air news.
2: All right. Well, one person that's probably not going to use that promo code is Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito mm-hmm. because he says that Congress has no business policing the Supreme Court of the United States. He says, I know this is con- a controversial views, but I'm willing to say in no provision in the Constitution gives them, speaking of Congress, authority to regulate the Supreme Court, period. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut is now calling Justice Alito stunningly wrong in his contention that the Congress should stay out of the Supreme Court's business and stop trying to impose ethics rules. Um, Senator Murphy says it's just wrong on the facts to say that Congress doesn't have anything to do with the rules guiding the Supreme Court when in fact from the very beginning Congress has set those rules. Amanda, they, they going head to head.
1: Well, the reality is they see themselves as this like untouchable body. Mm-hmm. And the truth is they are a part of a three-tiered system, the executive branch, the legislative legislative branch, and they are the judicial branch. Right. And the whole point was that it was supposed to be checks and balances. That you needed the best two out of three. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody could nobody could lift the spaceship without somebody else pushing the button too, right? right. That was the idea. Now we see that the Supreme Court has been so empowered. By Congress, and you know, it has taken that to, and by the former president, that it's taken its power beyond what had actually been given the power to do. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that the Supreme Court has been stacked makes it no longer valid, and it's not representing people, it's representing politics. Mm-hmm. It was never supposed to represent politics. The Supreme Court was actually supposed to be objective.
2: Right. Objectively um, interpreting the laws of the land. Yes. Make sure they are in line with the Constitution.
1: And the honest to to God truth is the Supreme Court justices have not always done that, right? Like when we look at the Supreme Court justices after the Civil War, you know, they were very much still like, wait, 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 wait. This is a white country. And we need to do what we need to do to keep it that way. And we're going to actually stop Congress from doing what they need to do. But ultimately, when we talk about power, I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again. If the president of the United States becomes a Republican, there will be nothing in the way of the incomplete overhaul of this country and it being just slingshot back Mm -hmm. to 1965. If you think that they will not reimpose Jim Crow, you need to wake up Mm -hmm. and pull your head out the ground. Now, let me tell you, of course, there has been, we, we as a nation exist differently, right? Yes. Like we have a lot more expansion. There are states that are in a different level of economic growth than they were during that time, etc. It does not change the fact, though, that the desire for that to happen is held by many in these positions. And the Supreme Court is by far... The, in the position to do that they've right. done it with the last few rulings that we've seen
2: mm-hmm. and to your point about the um, power of it all Senator Murphy also just says that he feels like the Supreme Court sees themselves as politicians at this point um basically yeah. themselves as a second legislative body that just has has just as much power and rights impose their political will on the country as Congress does
1: Supreme Court is supposed to by reflecting against the Constitution, rule on cases Mm -hmm. to enhance and expand the constitution Mm -hmm. which what they're doing now though is they are creating laws and that was never what they're supposed to be doing they're supposed to be creating precedent
2: got too much dip on that shit
1: what do you all think? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's 1-855-262-6328. I want us to be having more conversations around things like this. I hope you all can feel more comfortable calling up and asking questions about things you don't know because that's what's going to really take. It's going to really take y'all hitting me up and being like, okay, so what does the Supreme Court actually do? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we get more people? Like, what is the situation? Because in order for us to challenge things, we have to know the ropes and we gotta help each other learn these ropes. So hit me up, 1855 Amanda 8. That's 18552626328. From the Supreme Court to Megan the Stallion, the Amanda and show. We'll right We up, we up, we up.
4: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
1: Well, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm German like the Bible. And I am a snack queen. Oh, really? Yeah. Wh-
2: you are, actually, now I think about it.
1: Literally, look at my my <sighs> desk right now.
2: <laughs> but queen, that's like that's a, that's a big title. Because I don't know if you compete with Megan Thee Stallion, Amanda.
1: Well, tell me about it.
2: Well, Megan Thee Stallion introduced a new recipe on her social media. She crushed a bag of scorching hot Cheetos to create um this new concoction. She crushed it pickles, dip them in the batter with eggs and flour and crushed hot cheetos and fry them. That's a lot happening.
1: That um, sounds like a coronary. That's,
2: that's like a heart attack, coronary. That's what a
1: heart attack is. Really? A coronary is a heart attack, yeah. Look at that.
2: Synonym, <laughs> you
1: It's a type of heart attack. Things I learned this week. Yeah.
2: Carlos Fijos. Um But Amanda, what are your, some of your favorite uh, well, snack concoctions?
1: First of all, I think the thing about this is that it's, very, it's for a very specific palate. Yes. Okay. Um, that
2: number
1: four. She even talks about in the video Like I want my mouth to be on fire mm-hmm. Which for me is just like No dice I also despise pickles Really? So when I was younger My god sister loved pickles And so I tried to like pickles Just because I wanted to be like my god sister uh-huh. And I like hated them Right? And I think as I got older And just like more <laughs> Like sure of myself, Mm -hmm. it became a commitment that I needed to have to like, no, you really hate these right?
2: because you need to be yourself. Pickles in all forms.
1: All forms. I don't want them even, I don't want them on my plate. I don't want (laughs) juice remnants anywhere. Like I just need them all gone. (laughs) But I do have my own kind of concoctions. I just remember one time when we were in college for Valentine's Day, Devon made me ramen. Okay. But he had like concocted it. So he had, like, put chicken, like, he had, like, made a chicken breast on the side and, like, seasoned the chicken breast and then put it in there. And then he had added, like, seasoning. Not ramen. I'm sorry. Cup of noodles. Okay. Like ramen noodles. Ramen
2: adjacent. Yeah. No,
1: well, you know, like, the cheap ramen yeah. noodles. But, like, it was a concoction. But I still remember it to this day, and it was good. It was good. That's
2: the main part. A lot of it don't. A lot of it is not that it's not good. It's just like what made you do that? What made you do that? So Um, I love
1: tuna. I love like canned tuna. Okay. Mixed with some mayonnaise. Okay. Some lemon. Okay. Um, some lemon pepper seasoning. Okay. Okay, so mix that up.
2: We good so far?
1: Yeah. And then yellow rice, and the yellow rice, it has to be rice that is seasoned with sazon. Shout out to everybody who knows what sazon is. It's like a flavoring, right? And then eating the cold tuna with the hot rice, like in the same vicinity, is it mixed up or just like adjacent? they're they're adjacent, but you're like dipping into each one. And okay. there's something about like the hot and cold and the texture or whatnot. I just. I love it, but it's one of my hood meals that I used to meet. That I used to eat when I was hungry with no money oh in,
2: in New York City. That's one of the meals was like, oh, we have tuna fish and your rice <laughs> in, a, in a pantry. Let's put that together. Yes, I don't only really have any weird concoctions. I do have like weird eating habits. Like when I was in college, I would always get a meal in the, in the calf, whatever the meal was. Uh-huh. But I would always get a bowl of cereal after afterwards. So I would have like lasagna <laughs> or whatever uh-huh. and like salad. Have the whole thing, then get like a bowl of like Lucky Charms afterwards. I don't know why. I just love cereal. Also, I love cereal. Oh. But people be like, how are you eating cereal after you just ate
1: the whole, whole meal? savory? I'm like, I don't
2: know. I just want cereal now. It's like a palate cleanser for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what are you guys' special snacks? Because I want to share with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're like, oh, I never thought of that. 1855 put on. Amanda 8. That's 1 262 6328. All right. We'll be right back with more Amanda Steele Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Happy
2: Tuesday, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy I Like the Bible. I'm
1: Min And thank y'all for listening.
2: If you missed anything so far, make sure y'all check out our daily podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. I'm not playing, it's really out right now. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can check take us plus we always love taking your calls our phone lines are open 24 7 so call us anytime on anything we talked about any topics and maybe you just want to share some things you learned this week we always love those as well call us at 1-855 amanda 8 that's 1-855-262-6328 let's go to the phone lines and talk to sierra she wants to talk about she wants to talk about breakups what's up sierra
6: hey amanda hey jeremiah so I was calling in regarding the breakup topic. I actually okay. had a pretty good, well, what I thought was a pretty good breakup, um, with someone I was with for about three or four years, and it went kind of like this. We had a great weekend. We had a great day. Now, something we had watched, um, we had watched a movie, and. I just broke down crying and he was like, you good? I was like, yeah, he had to go, um, help out with his friends. And when he came back, that evening, he and I made dinner and everything. And I simply said, what's your plan? And he told me his plan. And once again, his plan, I did not hear me like, Oh, you, I didn't hear myself involved in that conversation at all. Oof. And so I said, okay, well, um, thank you for for letting me know your plan Um, that plan doesn't align with mine and so I think this this relationship has progressed as far as it's going to and I'm going to get off the ride Mm -hmm. and so the movie he and I said okay he looked and he said well what was the reason I said oh I just told you you don't. I'm not gonna let a man tell me he doesn't want me twice or doesn't have a plan for my future. And I told you at the beginning of our relationship, you get three years to tell me a plan. And it doesn't sound like your plan is one that's gonna coincide with mine. And I don't hear myself included in that. So, best wishes. And we broke up. He and I are still cool, but we're not friends.
1: <laughs> I think that was a pretty good breakup. I love y'all. Appreciate you. Thank you for sharing that with us. It was the movie. The movie is really what made her say, you know what? I need to do a check-in.
2: I thought this was Sierra talking about um future. Sierra Princess Harris.
1: Sierra said, I gotta get out of here.
2: <laughs> she said, your, your plan is not aligned with my plan. And that's all that's that's all I need to know. If you if I'm not in your plan, what are we doing? I'm just I'm just a sidekick on a ride. Just
1: somebody for you to talk you to. You know what's
2: really true though?
1: Like men are inherently are selfish. Mm. Dude probably didn't even think of it that deep. Right. Like he probably really thought it was like, I thought you asked about like, what's the plan for me? (laughs) You know, like to find out if I got my thing together. But I hear what she's saying because you still want to know that someone's like, aware but I also feel like probably
2: they probably had a conversation like that before uh, and it's probably like just solidified what she already thought, already knew it's yeah. like we've been doing or, or even just like your actions the way you're like moving mm-hmm. it's like you acting like I'm just kind of here so what we doing oh you confirmed it for me cool finish your little meal eh. and go ahead home go
1: ahead home go get you a little bowl of cereal
2: <laughs> it's a wrap
1: at the house because we don't got time for you to have that for seconds here.
2: No, nope.
1: All right, well, what do y'all think? Give us a call with your breakup stories. We love a good breakup story. It doesn't have to be like mean or anything, but just like maybe you got broken up with. Mm-hmm. What's a way that you got broken up with that you want to share? I got
2: some good breakup stories. I love a breakup
1: story. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. We're still here and we got more show for you, so don't go anywhere. We, Amanda Steel Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals.
2: I'm Jeremiah like the Bible.
1: And it is time for. I was really in there singing. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. All right. How black do you feel today, Jeremiah?
2: I feel as black as the black orphan Annie in that, that reboot with Jamie Foxx and Daddy Warbucks. Okay. <laughs> because uh, you know, for, for whatever reason, I always was the last minute to do laundry. Uh huh. And I went home and I was like, why do I have so much laundry? Like I was looking for like clothes. I'm like, I have no like actual real clothes because mm-hmm. they're all in the like laundry basket. But the basket was like in the back of the closet. So I was like, oh, this is where my clothes are. So, like, I've been trying to, like, do all this laundry now. And I'm just like, who am I? It's a hard, night life. All this For laundry. us.
1: Hilarious. Also in,
2: like, an apartment building. Or, like, they have, just, like, we have like shared um, machines. We have to, like, kind of, like, time it out. It's yeah. people in here. Yeah. I got to wait. Oh, this machine. Somebody using this one. It's yes. like, oh. Yeah. It's a dance. I'm just like, ooh. <sighs> Little Orphan any, I feel it But this time I go to the laundromat That's a whole other scenario You gotta pack it in the car I was gonna car. say that
1: That <laughs> is freedom To not have to do that So
2: And I got a little app You can use You can like pay on the app
1: Yeah and then it will tell you Like it's You know mm-hmm. It'll like show you That your laundry almost Is almost done, done. Mm-hmm. So well, that
2: helps I went in there Before I came over here And a girl was like Oh this one broke I'm like Oh Okay <laughs> I'll do this later. It
1: wasn't I, today. It wasn't today. Today it wasn't, wasn't today. the
2: day. So that's how black I feel. How about you? How black do you feel today?
1: Um, to be honest, I feel W.E.B. the boy's black. Oh, okay. You know, we see him right there. He's he's framed mm-hmm. up in our studio. What a
2: go frame.
1: Yes, sir. And I feel e. Boy's black because W E B Du Bois black because when I was on the critical race theory. Summer school panel this morning talking to Kimberly Crenshaw. Like, I really felt like, girl, you a black intellectual. <laughs> You a black intellectual. Like, which sometimes, you know, I'm in show business. So right. I feel like that doesn't necessarily get equated with folks that are on the side of things that I'm doing. So it felt very affirming as someone who like came through academia and who was always. Held scholarship and academia and intellectualism to like a high regard, it just felt really affirming to be looked at as like a valuable voice by people who I definitely consider to be valuable voices.
2: I feel that random question if they were to ever make a biopic about W.B. Du Bois, who's playing him?
1: If they were to make a biopic about W.E.B. Du Bois, um, Cheadle could play him,
2: really? Okay,
1: yeah, Don Cheadle could play him. Um, hmm that's a good one because he has a very specific because i feel like biopics i really like people to like actually favor right because maybe i love, chat with y'all. I love, I Chad love chadwick i love but chadwick i love i said it's
2: not nah, i
1: said come on now y'all
2: <laughs> yeah i tried it but yeah but good movie great movie
1: <laughs> yeah du bois is a tough one too because like he has a particular frame like there's like mm. a particular like look about him that i feel like needs to be Considered so maybe we find a new talent.
2: Right. Also the scene with him in Booker T Washington box. We gotta we
1: gotta hit that one. (laughs) Who will play? Who will play Booker?
2: Jonathan Majors. (laughs) I mean, he low key could be. I was gonna
1: say he. I mean, he could be. Yeah. He could be. He dresses like that time period anyway. With his cut. With his cut. Jonathan. That man always looks like he's coming off a cart. That's being pulled by oxen. I think or it's, love crab, it's a
2: Lovecraft country of it all uh, because he played that role, and I'm like, that's how I see him now. He Atticus in 1955.
1: He always, he just tilled the soil.
2: <laughs> working man.
1: <laughs> all that as plus, uh, the politicians say the darnest things, and Santis continues to be a t- idiot. Uh, and we're gonna tell you why when we get back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Steele Show. We up. We up. We up. I'm a seals. I'm
2: Jeremiah, I like the Bible. It's
1: time to listen, laugh, and learn, and we got the word of the day.
2: Okay, what's the word of the day today?
1: Can you tell me what the meaning of the word stoic
2: is? To be stoic, um, the way I think of it is to be like cold or like reserved, closed off, like you're very, like a statue, like a pillar of salt.
1: All right, I'm gonna I'm give you that one. Yes, Stoic is someone who shows very little emotion. Okay. Especially in response to a painful or distressing situation.
2: They just give you like nothing. Yeah. They're just there.
1: They're just there. Like they saw the, they saw the car crash and their face ain't changed.
2: But I guess it's stoic. it wouldn't be the same as nonchalant though. Because nonchalant no. is very...
1: Nonchalant to me is laissez Fair. It's just right. very like, oh, nothing really matters. Right. Whereas Stoic is just like, I'm un... Like they could Affected. be feeling
2: something We just don't They aren't presenting yes. it Yes, there we go Yeah Nonchalant they like Okay, girl
1: I'm really not feeling it <laughs> Um, casual Nonchalant is casual This
2: guy was dating. And I, I kept saying he was nonchalant. He was like He, he was very offended by that he
1: Was, was like, he nonchalant? I think so What was he nonchalant about?
2: Just like Not not actually uh, About things in his disposition It was very just like Yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm like Are you here? Do you care about anything? be i've experienced are you are you cool you know what's interesting about that though
1: what you are nonchalant you think so what i don't think i'm a nonchalant person i think i'm very i think i know you now but in the beginning i used to really be like what is this man feeling like what is he he,
2: okay i don't think i'm I'm emotive i don't think i'm very just like i don't think i have like big like emotions right
1: once you start talking it's clear right but like you can't read you where like I don't gotta Say nothing And you know Exactly what I'm thinking Interesting Okay So there you go
2: I gotta call that boy Back <laughs> Maybe it was me It was me
1: <laughs> Ah it Black Right here At the Amanda Seal Show We'll be right back We got politicians Say the Darnest Thanks Second Headlines uh, big up let down. Yeah. I mean, all it is. Y'all know how, I do, how we do it over here. We got we got all that coming at you. If you miss any of the show, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and check it out and check out the latest episode of my podcast Small Doses, Side Effects of Healing After Loss. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn here on the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, I like the Bible. And it's time for Politicians, Politicians say, say the darndest, darndest things. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so today we have the infamous Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He sat down with the the infamous Megan Kelly, and she challenged him on using the government to punish citizens for political, quote-unquote, wrong think. Let's take a listen.
0: Much as the base is angry at these woke corporations, and I get it, and I know you get it, aren't you doing... The very thing to these companies that conservatives are mad at left-wing leaders for doing—using government to punish citizens for political wrongthink.
4: No, not at all. So, taking Anheuser-Busch, I mean, we're not punishing them. They departed from business practices by indulging in social activism. That has caused a huge problem for their company, and their and their stock price has gone down. Well, our pension fund in Florida holds uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev stock. So it's actually hurt teachers, it's hurt cops, it hurts firefighters who depend on that pension fund. And so- Didn't you
3: support the boycott against them?
4: No, I did, but that's just as a personal thing. But I mean, we didn't have like the, the, the state government, you know, necessarily, you know, putting power about it. But as, a, as an American, I said, I'm not, I'm not doing Anheuser, I'm not doing Bud Light.
2: He was fumbling and bumbling. <sighs> <Starts> stuttering. <laughs>
1: As an American, I was boycotting them, but not like, you know, as the governor of, you are the governor of Florida. If you're right. boycotting them, you're boycotting them as the governor of Florida. You can't just disassociate yourself from that role. Right. Because it's convenient.
2: Does this make making um, Kelly a respected journalist now? Because she was ha- asking the hard hitting questions.
1: <laughs> no, because she's probably a tool for some other Republican who's like, this is what you need to do to get him out of there. You know, she's an interesting piece of work because she's also in there talking about like political wrong think. What is wrong think?
2: She coined the phrase, the new word, It'll be a, the new craze.
1: Political wrongthink and this idea of like, oh, wokeism by these uh, companies. So you mean like corporations mm-hmm. using their millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. to actually be a part of social change?
2: Right. And the thing about it too, with like the <laughs> whole like beer companies, it wasn't even they were like.
1: They weren't like, you need to buy. They weren't like, go trans. Right.
2: They said they had people who are, are their audience. Beer drinkers. A part of their campaigns. That's to it. To promote their brand to people in their community. Which but because brands do.
1: they feel like those people are not real people. They feel like those people do not exist. And because they literally continue to project. OK, so they always talk about like, oh, they shouldn't be politicizing. They politicize everything. Right. This trans person, this trans woman was on a beer ad. Right selling beer mm-hmm. they politicized
2: it yeah the books they said these books too political they're talking about racism
1: not even talking about racism for i real. was gonna say they're just talking about people
2: it's a black girl on the cover with an afro
1: get her out of here
2: hair. oh no mm-hmm. we can't have that Can't have it the kids gonna be like we love black people
1: can't we can't have that texturism what no no it's real but i wanted to play that clip because it really just goes to show how really ridiculous these people are and the just the boldness with which they will just lie and be hypocritical and they'll even do it to their own he did that in her whole face Mm -hmm. she was like but you boycotted them
2: he didn't know she's gonna hit him with that she was like i thought i thought this was the same space you asking me real questions
1: (laughs) she probably didn't write that question for she and he probably like fired his publicist after womp, womp, womp. when we get back we got 60 second headlines y'all give us a call one 855 8 that's 1-855-262-6328 we want to hear from you we want to hear from you these phone lines are open and this show is really going to be about you and I and Jeremiah connecting with each other so please if you're even thinking about possibly calling make that change make that change and pick up the phone and hit us up 1-855-Manda8 that's one 262 we'll be right back with the Amanda Seal Show the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for us to head on out of here. It's the Amanda Seal Show I'm the Men Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Thank you for joining us today. Jeremiah, what did we talk about?
2: We talked about a lot. We talked about the largest school district in Houston closing, closing libraries and eliminating librarians for many school districts to turn them into detention centers for. Kids with behavior problems. In Houston. Yep. We talked about shooting your shot, Amanda.
1: Gotta do it sometimes. Gotta let people know. And life and I've been watching you.
2: Career. Yeah. Shoot them all. Yes, yeah, career especially. And speaking of career, we're talking about one of these um these career politicians um in Congress. Basically talking about these other career people in the Supreme Court running amok in the country.
1: And acting like they can just run amok. Without any repercussions
2: Yeah, they said It's our house over here stay, Mind your business Mind your business Also, what we do if We won, won a lottery Got one billion dollars We talked about that as well And gave us gave y'all how black we felt On this lovely Tuesday August 1st
1: So if you want to hear any of that Make sure you go to Wherever you get your podcasts And check us out You know, we're there every day So you don't have to miss Any of the show You can also Check out the latest episode Of my podcast Small Doses Make sure you do that Because uh latest episode Is Side Effects Of Healing After Loss I've got a big announcement coming up this Friday. So make sure you, if you're not following me on Instagram, that you start now at Amanda Seals and subscribe to Amanda Seals TV on YouTube. All right. Tomorrow, Wednesday show, we'll have all your heart news. We're going to get up. We're going to get talking about Rudy Giuliani. This man defamed these Georgia election workers ruined their lives and then very casually just said, yeah, I just made that up. That wasn't real. And now wants to have his language respect, uh, protected under freedom of speech that he is not able to be sued for defamation. I really hope that they're able to get around that. We got the Big Up Let Down, another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Thing. In the group chat, we're celebrating women in hip-hop. All of that is on Wednesday on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See you tomorrow.
3: The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.